One of the most important things you must do for your being is to be at peace with yourself. In life, you will make mistakes, take the wrong turn, trust the wrong people, realize that in certain situations you could have acted or spoken differently, or not have acted or spoken at all. You will have phases that you're not proud of, done things you wish you hadn't, but that is what makes you human. The imperfections, the lessons, the realizations, the amendments, these are all a part of being and maturing. You cannot mature in life if you do not make mistakes that you have to admit to yourself are wrong and be willing to learn and change from them. You cannot grow if you are unwilling to outgrow yourself. Most importantly, you cannot be at peace with yourself if you are unwilling to forgive yourself for the matters that make you human. You cannot be at peace with yourself if you are unwilling to accept your own apology and give yourself the chance to move forward with your learning. This is a podcast where we relate and inspire all women and dudes too through our confessions of our everyday struggles, traumas, and newfound spirituality. We are your hosts, Mariah and Carr, and this is Coffee and Chaos and and a a Shot shot of Whiskey. Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode three of Coffee and Chaos. Today we are talking about five beginner tips that really helped us tap into our spirituality. So just keep in mind that we're not spiritual gurus. We're just regular women who have uh, discovered the path to spirituality and nothing we say is like, this is what you have to do. It's just what worked for us and how we really have dived, dove into. Yeah, we really practice these, you know, what we're going to talk about is this is what we do. These were like the stepping stones to kind of like we're still we're still blazing the trail into spirituality like yeah. we don't know all we don't yeah we haven't really dove into crystals yet and all that kind of stuff yeah. so but I think we need to take it right back to the beginning um and we need to talk about Reiki a little bit because that was really the foundation for yeah. you when all of this so that was last year I don't remember when last year it was it was like at least April May yeah it yeah. was yeah it must have been in mm-hmm. April so uh, my mom's really amazing friend, and she's actually my godmother. She started uh, her journey into becoming a Reiki master. And so she'd been going through training, and she needed people to practice on. My mom volunteered first and said that she really liked it. Nothing, like, super profound happened. But then I was like, Mom, I need some, like, de-stressor in my life. Like, let me try. And going into it, I really didn't know what it was. Should we, before we get into that, should we give people the rundown? Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Just for those of you who have no idea. So, by definition, which I have lost. (laughs) Give me one second here. No. (laughs) Definition. Okay, so I just Googled what the definition of Reiki Reiki is. So Reiki is a form of alternative medicine called energy healing. Reiki practitioners use a technique called palm healing or hands-on healing through which a universal energy is said to be transferred through the palms of the practitioner to the patient in order to encourage emotional or physical healing. You can just feel the eye rolls. (laughs) Right, yeah. It's but it's not just your palms. See, like yeah. when I read that, that's that's a very like hazy yeah. definition. So for Reiki, for me, you go in and it's a very like Zen meditation type room. Um you lay down on this like super comfy bed and she like got a blanket over top of us and a mm-hmm. pillow and you can close your eyes or you can keep them open. I personally closed them just because I felt more comfortable yeah. with them closed. And I think the music is like the best. It's yeah, like it's that a, tranquil. Yeah. Zen. And then she just basically works not all the time she touches you, but it's like she 
the only way to explain it is like she connected with Reiki is how she told us Mm -hmm. and Reiki she starts from the head and works her way down to the feet it's not a rush it's very slow and it's very directed on where Reiki tells her that needs to be and she works with your chakras and everybody's chakras will have what she calls boulders in them Mm -hmm. and Reiki clears those or tries to along with like practice at home with other things so that's really what started my journey into spirituality was um, taking the jump and trying Reiki. For me, my first experience was very mesmerizing. Like her hands weren't touching my head, but I could I could feel the energy coming off of her hands, almost like it was radiating off. And I went into a deep, deep meditation, which I hadn't done much of beforehand. And it was almost like I had visions, not like oh, I'm psychic visions. <laughs> they were just like manifestations of things that I'd been locking away or things that I really just needed to see in that moment. So when I first had my experience, I told Carr all about it and she was just... Yeah, it was... It's one of those things, and I told this to Dan, because when I went for my first session, something to me really amazing happened and Dan's not one to believe, if that's the right word. Um, But it's one of those things you... You almost cannot believe it unless you experience it. Yeah. Because when you told me about um, how she wasn't actually touching you, but you could 100% feel her and her energy in you, that's what kind of sold me. And I was like, I need to try this. Yeah. And when I went to her, I was pregnant at the time. And I remember just telling her, I just feel this weight on my chest. Like I couldn't breathe Mm -hmm. all the time. And I remember being at work and I'd get so short of breath for no reason. And um, when she was doing my session and she was really focusing on like my throat chakra and I was deep breathing, I could feel with every breath, like it literally felt like she was picking boulders out of my chest and just, I felt lighter. And then near the end of my session, so I had my eyes closed and I was present the whole time and your body kind of goes numb when she's like working and she goes down to your feet and there's this one thing she does at your feet and she's almost like rushing all the energy back up to your head but yeah like, I, I that was my favorite part because I could always feel that. see for me she didn't do that okay for me she pulled the energy out of my body oh, okay so she was like detoxifying that energy in my mm-hmm. body and she was releasing it back to mother earth to clean it and then re-release it into the universe yeah so there was a lot of that yeah. there was a lot of pulling out like dark smoggy energy yeah, it from took me a few sessions for you before it was before I start to felt like to feel notice, yeah. yeah the difference as far as like my mental state mm-hmm. went and my journey with Reiki was very roller coaster mm-hmm. like it was like I'm happy and then I'm angry at the universe for no reason yeah. and I couldn't figure out why and then I'm so sad about everything like my bagel got too toasted and I'm so sad because I remember you had one session and after because she says you need to give yourself like 24 48 hours to just process but you were so mad yeah. like you just you couldn't even put into words and there there wasn't a reason for it that was just it was because I had to process all the emotions that I'm like I'm the worst for locking away things and being like I'll deal with that later yeah. <laughs> Um, so she was basically subconsciously removing that. It's so hard to explain, but it's one of those things that just, you don't know you need it until you do it. Because for me, with the boulder thing, so I was present. That's how I'm going to explain it. I was present for my whole session. It was about an hour. And then right near the end, I went into like this trance. And this is what just altered it all for me. And I 
was looking up at myself, but I was floating in the ocean, but I was under the water. So I was just like in this dress, just almost as if I had passed away and I was, you know what I mean? Just floating. But then all of a sudden I'm back in my body that's floating and I'm looking up and I can just see the waves just pounding and crashing over me. And when she kind of pulled me back to reality, like I just said to her, I was like, none of the shit I'm dealing with matters. Like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. I'm letting all these little minuscule things eat away at me and compound into these big things. Yeah. But none of it is important. Isn't that so cool though? Like you, you are such a deep thinker and processor and it was such a transformational one hour of your Mm -hmm. life that literally as like paved the path to where we are now yeah it took longer for me 100 percent. it was it was like a process like I knew things were happening but I I wasn't letting it in like Carrie would say oh should I not say her name yeah that's fine I should say her name okay well Carrie would say um you know how my I'm basically not saying what I need to say and that's like a big problem for me and it was like she was chipping away at the boulders instead of removing them. She was chipping at them. Like she yeah. was every time trying to get it a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. And that's where the roller coaster crap came in. But it was worth it. Oh, yeah. So now she, a Reiki girl, she moved away. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. <sighs> and I'm back to where I was. Yeah. And I can feel the blockage. So now she's doing distance Reiki on me. And I'm, I'm hoping that things start flowing better. But yeah, I hope so. Man, is it like a necessity. I think, yeah. I mean, because it's almost like you wish you could do it every day. Oh, like yeah. there would be times where because of work and her schedule, I'd go three weeks without a session. And I'm like, I am dying over here. And it's like you, when you finally get to her house, you jump on the table and you're like, just fix just me. Do, fix like, me. Like, <laughs> say, do, do me. me. <laughs> do me. <laughs> but I loved when... Well, I remember the one time, too, um, you had told me you had fallen asleep or she had heard you snoring or something yeah. like that. And I was like, that is really weird. But but then I did that. Yeah. And I, But I swear to God, it was so weird because I was awake. Like, I was laying there with my eyes closed. Same, though. processing shit and thinking about, like, Dan and but the you're kids. Snoring. And, but then I could hear myself snoring. And Same. I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? Like, you're in your head. You're awake. You know you're there. And but you're like, your body, stop snoring. Yeah. Stop snoring. Literally. Stop snoring. Your body's asleep. And then she kind of like pulls you back. And you're like. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was snoring. And she's like, it's okay. Yeah, but but she, it's embarrassing. But then she would say things. Like I remember she said, I just, I, I see Dan and he's just crying for you. And he loves you so much. And, you know, I, I saw you and this baby and this baby so pure. And she would do the crystals over my belly. And like Kyra's yeah, that crystals was were perfect. Meanwhile, mine were like yeah. all over the place. And she's like, this child is going to save that part of you. Like she's just going to be that missing piece for you. And then there was the one time when I came back, like back to, she was like, there's, there's a gentleman here. And yeah. he's like a really strong presence. And I always believed it was my, my mom's dad. Yeah. And she's like, he, he looks like this, this, and this. And he just keeps telling me how proud he is of you. And it's like, in those moments, you just want to bawl. And yeah. You're just you're like, like, and she's like, let it out. It's fine. But you're like, nope. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a really, right? Reiki is yeah. honestly just. You have to do it. I think it. the like the the pivotal point for me. Do you remember when I did my session and I woke up after I saw that vision of I used to have horses. Yeah, that one. And there's this one horse. He was my first horse. He was like my heart horse, and I was in Reiki, 
and I had a clear vision of his nose right in front of me and he breathed like I could feel his breath on my skin and he just it came out of nowhere and he just breathed his soft breath because he used to snuggle his muzzle all the time and it's been years mind you since he's passed away and I just woke up and I bawled I like hysterically cried and that was the same session that you know the the music skipped at 11 11 a.m and like there was just all these signs and i don't cry unless Mm -hmm. something is like really wrong and i i came out of the like the meditation we'll call it and i just bawled and i couldn't stop it and i remember my mom uh went with me for that one and she was driving us back to my house and i just sat in the car and i cried and I don't do that. Yeah. And that was like, wow, okay, like things are really starting to take shape here. Because he was making it very known, like, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I don't even know what his like meaning was. I just, I think like internally, I just needed to feel mm-hmm. that. So. Well, like you said, it's been a while too. Like it, it that was, was just, before Sophia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. so that's really what started our journey into like, spirituality and discovering our higher self or like that true inner voice inside of us yeah there there's there's so many like pivotal moments because i remember but i think it just comes naturally don't you think i think for you more so like the more we go about like our journey i just i feel like i always thought i was the one because carrie's like you're so open and your energy just flows and like you said like you just you you know, you just have this keen sense. And yeah. I was like, oh, I can do this. And I remember saying that to you not too long ago. But yeah. then you pulled cards for me like a week or two ago. And I just remember thinking like, holy fuck. <laughs> like just the fact that you literally channeled my energy and the cards, I mean. They were good. Yeah, there was no denying like what they were saying. And mine have been so specific lately. They haven't altered. Yeah. But it, I remember and last by card summer, she's talking about tarot. Just yeah. just to But clarify. last summer too was like a huge thing. Before we even got into the tarot cards, Carrie had that animal deck. Yes. So I mean, like it's no secret you and I have been through some shit together. Yeah. And last summer or the summer before no, it was the it summer was before, 2018, 2018. But it was last summer that Carrie was pulling those animal cards for us. And the summer of twenty eighteen It was in the fall of twenty eighteen. It was like almost it was Oh yeah, it would have been like well into October. October. Um, Mara and I were sitting on her back deck and this blue heron, and I was crying about something, but anyways, this blue heron just flew over and landed on the... I have a, a pond and a bridge. Yeah. And I just remember like Mariah and I bawling and like we Googled the, the symbolic meaning. But then we were sitting on the deck still and the baby blue heron flew mm-hmm. to the tree right above your head. Yeah. Like, okay. But then a year later, yep. not even, Carrie pulls that card for me. Yeah. And it was just like... Goosebumps. Yeah. It was, it, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so many things. And like, I feel like finding your path, like if you are listening to this podcast right now and you're thinking... I really need to be more spiritual. I feel like there's something more out there. Like you're here for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, the universe is guiding you down the path to opening yourself up to discovering that higher self. Yeah, there's a quote. I just stumbled upon it the other day. Not a quote, but it it was like one of those pictures on Instagram. And it says, your soul is speaking to you, sis. Listen to her. Yeah. it's just like, hallelujah. (laughs) There she is. Yeah. So... We decided that for this podcast, like we said, we're going to be doing like a beginner's guide to spirituality. Like what really helped us. Yeah. So far. 
so far. Yeah. And I mean, the more we learn, the more we'll share. Yeah. So, do you want me to do the first one? Yep. Because we were kind of just talking about it in a sense. Yeah. So. Okay. So, the first tip. Oh, no. We're going to do. Yeah. Okay. So, for the first thing that you should really do when you're trying to become more spiritual is take up meditation. Meditation is really difficult to start. Yeah, I have a really hard time with it. Meditation has become for me like a daily thing to keep my sanity. It's um, the best way to describe it. And I think I said this in the last podcast as well. It's like clearing space in your brain to allow new thoughts in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not like you're eliminating certain things, but you're giving a quiet to your brain. Um, When you've had like some peace or like when you have a good night's sleep in the morning, you feel better because you've had the quiet. So this is basically the same thing, but you're opening yourself up to the universe to hear any messages or maybe that inner voice that just is nagging away at you. It kind of just comes through in a way that makes sense. And let's, like with Mariah, what Mariah just said about the universe listening to you, we're huge believers in manifestation. Yeah. Like we've witnessed it. We've, that's just a huge thing for us just so I can put just that Just to there. add that. Yeah, yeah. Because it kind of goes hand in hand with meditation because- yeah. Some people, so when you start meditating, I guess I should go into that. I'm not, you know, the professional meditator. I'm not ever going to guide you through meditation. I don't have the calming voice for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But if you're going to meditate and you have no idea where to start, the best thing that you can do is to, you can sit down, you can lay down. I I would prefer to sit, like I don't want to cross the lines of sleeping Mm -hmm. with meditation because it's very easy to mix the two. Um, You could be in the bath if you're a mom. That's that's like a good hideout. A nice hot bath and I lay back and... So then when you're laying down, you you can go on Pinterest or Instagram and look at hand positions. I always just open my hands to the universe and set them on my knees and... When I first started, what I did was I um, counted things. So this was taught to me by Reiki Lady Carrie as well as, um, you know, if you're sitting outside, you say bird, bird, car, car, everything twice. Um, tree, tree, wind, wind. Because that's you clearing all that other shit you're out. You're literally just focusing on nonsense that's not, it doesn't hold any importance in your brain. Mm-hmm. It's just... Or you can do visualiz- visualizations. Which is what I tried to do. <laughs> Which is, yeah, so that's another form where you visualize golden light or golden liquid, let's mm-hmm. say, like, going through your body. That was another one Carrie taught me. She's amazing. Um, and it just, it's kind of like, it's just a piece. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's amazing. So when you meditate, that's generally when... We'll go into like this step two, which is learning to hear that voice inside of you, which is your intuition. And, you know, lots of you listening to this are probably like, oh, you know, something has been nagging at me for so long now to do this. Or I just really have this feeling that I need to switch jobs and do that. You need to listen to it yeah. and you need to just trust that that is the universe putting you on the right path. Yeah. And that took, I feel like a long time for us. Meditation will help you decipher between the negative voice, which mm-hmm. I most of the time call the enemy, yeah. and the positive voice that is actually your intuition and your higher self leading the right way. Yeah. Because I'm sure your negative little Nancy voice inside your head will say, like, you're not good enough. You don't need to do that. You can't do that. And the meditation will help you decipher who's and it's, who. It's funny, like, talking about this, because Mariah and I were just talking this morning um, the other day I was watching this documentary 
And I started thinking, I don't know what triggered it, but I started thinking about all the things I used to do before my trauma that mm-hmm. I have. And there's a list of things. Like I, I wrote stories, I wrote poems, I drew like I was a great artist. And for the last, it's probably been years, I've been trying to find my path. Like yeah. I need something that isn't a self-help book, that isn't my kit. Oh, that, that isn't my kids. <laughs> And uh, that's why this whole, like, photography and the podcast and there's some other things we have in the works that... And with the photography thing, it's a good example because you were like, no, I don't know. But there was And that, that was that negative yeah. voice inside your head saying, no, you really, you can't do that. Yeah. And now you're and like... You're, yeah, you're right because I was like, she's not going to like my work. Yeah. I can't relate to these clients. I'm not a social person. And it but just But then as soon coming. as you can switch that yeah. and change it to, like, the positive... The real you, the inside you that you are, your core human being, mm-hmm. your soul, we'll call it, it's transformative because it's like, she's like, yes, girl. Or sometimes she'll be like, you really shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, that's just, yeah, it's that you, real. Well, yeah, because we've talked about, like, sometimes there's been things I've brought up and I'm like, I don't know. And you're like, you know, trust whatever it's telling you. And I'd be like, well, right now it's telling me this. And we would kind of talk about it. And then by the time I drove home, I'm like, no. Yeah, it's something switched. I get, like I, I can't do that or I can't go here and yeah. Everything just, happens for a reason. Everything yeah. and it's, it's crazy how the universe works and sometimes it doesn't make sense, but it's always for a reason. Well, and they really say too, like the universe is constantly giving you messages. Like even if you're scrolling through Instagram and you keep seeing the same quote or you know the same number, like you need to you need to listen to that. So the next point we need to make is, it's a big one for me because I struggle with focusing on all the shit I've been through or, you know, what's about to come, but you really need to be accepting of the moment that you're in. And grateful for it. Yeah. Because even if it was a horrible, horrible day, you know, you're coming home to your family or, you know, you still have your job or you get to wake up tomorrow and live another day. Or your coffee was made to perfection today. Yeah. It's just, you have to appreciate the small moments and mm-hmm. the big ones and not compare them to the bad ones. Because you can't go back and, and be forgiving with yourself. Like, yeah. you're going to have days where you're like, today was absolute crap, nothing went right. Yeah. And that's okay because there's tomorrow. Yeah. But that's, you got you to gotta wake up the next day with a different mindset. Yeah. Like, I know so many people who have a shit day and it wasn't even like a crap day. It was just something didn't go their way. And it just yep. set them right off. And I understand that. Which would kind of lead you, us into the next one. Yeah, but if you if you dwell on that one little thing, you're missing out on everything happening. I, I would do that with the kids. Yeah. You know, like I, I would have an okay day at work or whatever. And then I would pick the kids up and Maya would be throwing a fit. And I'm like, fuck that. Like this is just... I'm pissed off. The kids are pissed off. I'm taking my shit out on Dan. Now he's pissed off and we're all going to bed angry. What are the odds we're actually going to wake up in a good mood tomorrow? Probably not. Exactly. All right. So on days like that, that would bring us into the next tip, which is to prioritize self-care. 100%. This was huge for us. Yeah. Because a lot of the time we get so busy, caught up in other crap Mm -hmm. or negative emotions. It's almost like a black hole 
in life where it sucks you down and you you have a hard time. And you don't even realize how long you've gone without doing something, something for yourself. For you. For that real you. Like yesterday. Yesterday was my first day in a long time where I looked at Kyra and I was like, oh my God, we don't have anything. Like, I don't have to go to the grocery store. I don't have to pack you up and, you know, take you out in the cold. I don't have to go to horseback riding or anything like that. Yep. And she went down for a nap and I took like a 25-minute long bath just soaked in the water, listened to the podcast you sent me, which yep. started, you know, just I started thinking about a yep. million different things, good things. And then I was like, I need to read my book. And I'm reading this book by Humble the Poet. And it's my favorite so far. And I was reading it. And something just told me, like, close your eyes. Yep. Like, you just, like, it was just this voice. And, and I set my book down and I closed my eyes and I had a two-hour nap. You and need, I need that, though. Yes, because That's... had I not have, had I said, no, I need to finish that last load of laundry, the kids would have got off the bus, and I would have been a miserable bitch. Yep. <laughs> like, it's just the way it is. You have to listen it's to... It's like resetting your... Meditation resets your brain, mm-hmm. and self-care resets your body and, yeah. like, your energy. And almost the two can oh, work man, together. They, meditation is, like, the only form of self-care I do, other mm-hmm. than, like, the, you know, twice-a-week hot baths that yeah. I take. But, like... It's important to prioritize that. You're you you're probably a mom if you're listening to this or you're becoming a mom or maybe you're a busy business worker person thing. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Like life is busy. Yeah. And you have to make the time to take care of yourself before you take care of everybody else and all yeah. the other things. And it's like that famous famous quote that you you can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. You, you can't really can't take care of your family if you're running on empty no like read a book take a nap go for a walk my biggest thing like I will go days without drinking water yeah and then I'm like I'm dying I'm so thirsty yeah (laughs) and then I'll spend all afternoon just guzzling back ice cold water and it's like if I would just make drinking water a priority I would feel so much better as opposed to having headaches from drinking coffee all day right so wow yeah just make yourself a priority yeah so the next one that kind of like wraps everything up we've only got about five here um is tarot cards tarot cards are kind of something that comes after meditation for me like I don't think that you should really I mean you can do tarot without meditation like you do Mm -hmm. but I feel like the meditation allows me to get more connected to my cards and pull more accurately Mm -hmm. and be able to feel my energy just a little bit differently or feel your energy or whatever um Get the tarot cards that has, like, the little book in them. You don't need anything fancy. Really make sure your deck speaks to you. Like, yeah. And when we went to buy ours, like, you were like, this this is the one. And, like, I picked mine based off of the colors. Like, yeah. that, like that's what drew me to it. And I do love my deck, but your deck, there's just something about it that... Yeah, it's, it's I think nice. it's just a very basic deck. Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's nothing fancy, like, the pretty artwork or anything on yeah. it. It's just kind of, like, to get point. to the point yeah. and deep but also broad, yeah. if that makes sense. The biggest thing for me with cards, more so now than in the beginning, I feel like in the beginning I was so like, yeah, cards, let's pull cards. Yeah. But now I tuck them away on my shelf until you just hear that voice that is like, pull your cards. Yeah. You know, like, and it'll just be a random day, nothing significant's going on, and I just feel this urge to pull, and that's when I get the most amazing messages and when you do pull your cards like if if let's say like you you've got your tarot cards and you're ready to start doing that um inside the booklet there is like how to lay them out that's a great way to start but with a general deck of tarot that isn't anything fancy um 
I generally just pull what I think and I just make the question uh, a little less broad. So like my future, my love life, my family, and I lay them all face down so I can't see what they are. And then I pull them over one at a time and read their meetings. And when I do my cards, I always make sure that it's quiet Mm -hmm. or I have like some very um, zen music going Burn some sage, light some candles. Oh, that's funny. It just made me think of that one day I was over and you were like, yeah, let's pull cards. And I was in a mood or something and yeah. I knocked on the deck and you were like, nope, do it again. Yeah, <laughs> like, because you knocked too aggressively. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're just putting some bad vibes in those cards, right? Now. Yeah, you can't, you have to pull it with the right And then intention. I think that's when I shuffled and that one card fell out yep. and it was like progress or something and I've gotten yep. that before recently. A hundred times. Yeah. I pulled it for you. Yeah. So It was really cool. All right, so to wrap this all up, really the biggest advice that we can give you is the best step to take is the step forward. So in any direction that you feel pulled to go, just go with it and trust your gut, trust your intuition, trust your higher self. And I mean, I really like that. I really like all of this. I'm so passionate about it. Maybe you, you know, it'd be really fun. If we went on Instagram live sometime and, and pulled cards. How fun would that be? That would be good. That would Ooh, be good. I would like that. That would be super fun if the kids all cooperate and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that's pretty much. Yeah, that, that's it. That's all this, she wrote. That's all she wrote. So <laughs> do we even know what we're doing for the next podcast? No. No, but I mean, we've got, <laughs> we, I don't know if we should. We've got some stuff in the works. Yeah. Um, We are working on a blog because mm-hmm. um, I really do want to get back into my creative side yeah. where like where writing comes and I feel like we can take things that weren't said in the podcast and you know filter those into yeah. a blog post and there are other things coming but those are still yeah. in the works and so another cool thing would be if like maybe if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about mm-hmm. if you just want to comment on Instagram or send us a little message yeah we do have, some ideas we do have stuff but it would be nice maybe to throw in the odd episode that yeah. you guys are like, this is what we want to hear. Yeah. Ooh, that'll be fun. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's the end, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.